When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Hello, and welcome back to the Sunday special episode of the UA Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. So good to be back here with you, Jordana. We love a Sunday special. We love it. We love it. We love it. We want you to share it. These are our bite-sized shareable episodes we do we love it i'm very excited today because we have um kristen gillibrand is coming into the office senator kristen gillibrand really where yeah. is she a senator new york, york. yes the, state that we, the one i live yes, in yes the state that you live in she and chuck schumer are the two new york senators. he's the one that you hear about more you hear a little bit more about him but i very interesting this is a very Full circle moment for me because I was an intern in Senator Gillibrand's New York City office. Come on, summer two thousand nine. Really? Yes, I was an intern. Did you have Did you have political aspirations yourself? I had some government aspirations at one time. Really? I did some town hall work. I did. I had this internship. This is probably one of my more legitimate internships. I could see that for you. I was into it. I, I thought could I wanted see- to be like a lawyer, maybe. Yeah. Um, so that was. I had this internship summer two thousand nine. And um, it's just funny that now she's coming into the office that I'm a co-founder at. Right. It feels very like I never got and to meet her before, how much, so I'm excited. You got to be excited to tell her this story. Yeah. I mean, also, I could see you, businesswoman, <laughs> going into politics. I'm going to fix this town. Well, right? I'd, I'd be like the I'd be like the evil politician again, just like um, destroying the town and then building up like <laughs> right. Starbucks everywhere. You're going to go become the governor of Long Beach. Yes. <laughs> And tear, tear down that beach. Exactly. I'd yeah. be like the one they were protesting. Um, but I gave up on my political aspirations to bring you guys uh, dating advice based right. on the non-expertise here. But it's funny. I was thinking about that summer that I interned for her. Mm. And what I used to my job there was I would open all the mail from the... I was in constituent affairs. Okay. And so I would... Basically what that meant is I would open all of the... Le- at that time, it, they were like letters. People would write her letters... So you're the one making sure there's no anthrax? Yes. They sent the intern in just in case there was like a, what was the other thing? A bio suit, like a hazardous suit. No, it was just absolutely nothing. And I'm opening (laughs) letters from prison. A lot of them are from prisoners. Are they stating their case? They're like, I'm innocent. Here's Mm. why. You know, write your senator. So they would write those. But it was like on, they were all like on paper, handwritten. Oh my God. We'd have a lot of, we had a lot of letters from like just angry old people complaining about like various things in their neighborhood. Um, Well, there's a, I mean, my favorite show used to be on New York One. New York One is a station that's just in New York City. Yeah. And it's channel one and it's basically kind of like a news station for local stuff right and there was a show every day at like i'm not sure if it's still on but it was like five o'clock and it'd just be this guy taking calls 
And it was always old people being like, 72nd Street is a mess. They got a lot Someone of time. clean it up. And you're like, what the fuck is this? You know, it makes me a little anxious about when our generation gets to that age because we're oh so God. used to being able to DM every single person that is on this earth, mm-hmm. famous or not famous, big or small, that I think that once we actually have a lot of t- everyone's in retirement and they have a lot of time, it's just going to be chaos. I mean, I can't imagine. I, I mean... I, I, I don't know what it's going to be like when we're old. Like, I, I you know, yeah, even nervous. thinking that far ahead, I'm like, is the world going to exist at that point? Or are we just going to be, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Who knows? I, I guess I'm not so optimistic. <laughs> that was your, and that's Jared with his futuristic novel. Right. <laughs> Maybe Gillibrand, I don't know, this will tell you about the people of New York. Help We've us. lost hope. Yes. Um, but yeah, we've got to get going on our Sunday special because she's coming in and needs this podcast. Oh, yeah, she needs this room. So, okay, let's, uh, let's get into it. Okay. Why do I keep falling for my long distance coworkers? Let's. Okay. Cause you lack some confidence. All right. That's okay. it. No, <laughs> it's, <I know. laughs> it's over. Welcome Senator. No. Okay. Hey, J and J been listening to the pod for the last year and I love it. Thank you for all the one, the work you do uh, for us lost daters out here. Well, I'm with you. So I have found myself in this position for a second time now and would love to get your thoughts on the situation, mostly because I need you guys to help me figure out what the heck it is I'm doing to land here once again. I'm 25. I started working in a large consulting firm about two years ago, right after college. And like many others in the pandemic, have been working virtually since I started. As it often happens in consulting, my project team members are rarely based out of my city, Chicago. And since uh, travel to the client site is more ad hoc versus the norm now, I don't even know what ad hoc means. I think just honestly, from the context of what she's saying, it just means it's like more on an as need as an as needed basis. Uh huh. But I've heard ad hoc. I let's I would Google, never let's use Google it. it. Yeah, I wouldn't I, use it either. But it's probably because I don't really know what it means. When necessary. When necessary. Oh, so right. You nailed it. Okay. Okay. Was, SAT verbal. There we go. Cornell. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Andy Bernard. <laughs> I saw a tweet the other day. It was great. It was like Andy Bernard, Tom Bombscams from Succession, and the guy from White Lotus, like the the asshole from White Lotus. It was like, this is how every Cornell alumni is portrayed (laughs) in TV. (laughs) And I was like, it's extremely accurate. Wow, that is so funny. (laughs) They, They do look like they would be the acapella team. That he always was on the phone with. Yeah, yeah. just complete douchebags. That's how we're represented in media. The and nerd dog. I usually won't meet my team members in person until months later, even though we talk and work together every day. I bring this up because in my first project, another associate, my team, who I had not met in person, and I started pinging back and forth a lot. And well, it got flirty and escalated very quickly. I want to point out that most of our conversations at first were prompted by him. He was funny. We clicked and well, our pings went from complaining about our client to talking about life and interests to eventually texting every day, FaceTiming all the way to daily good morning, good night texts. I start to feel comfortable around him and really liked him. So in an impulsive moment, I decided to YOLO it and book a flight to Philly to meet him in person and stay with him for a long weekend. The visit was amazing. Everything I had hoped for. I met some of his friends. We went on runs together. Went to a Phillies game. Hooked up multiple times. All very coupley like a rom-com. Once the weekend was over, we agreed to not commit to anything yet and keep exploring what this was with the next step being he would visit me in Chicago or so I thought. 
At first, everything was the same, but of course, around a month after my visit, the texting started to dwindle. I spiraled for a week and finally brought it up with him. Surprise, surprise, he didn't want to do long distance, so we agreed to end things and just stay as friends. Ha! She ha. writes... Even though the whole ordeal lasted about three months and I literally only met him in person that one time, I regret to say I was pretty hurt when it ended. I, I, I hate when she's, I hate the idea of I regret that I hurt. Yeah, you fucking, yeah. you got dumped. You had a, an emotional connection. Right. I thought we had a really strong connection. I opened up to him more than I usually do and got excited about the idea of it going somewhere. Not to mention that we, after we ended things, I still had to interact with him every day for work. Our project went on for another six months. Ugh. He continued to ping me every day as if nothing had changed. From listening to you guys, I did learn and wanted to own up to the fact that it, by responding and keeping the conversation going, I was I was the drug dealer still providing the drugs to the addict. I actually think she got this the other way around. <laughs> He's the, He's drug, the drug dealer. Yeah. You're the addict. <laughs> well, right? yeah, I agree. I think that she's saying that she's the dealer. She's the addict. And she writes, only hurting myself in the process. No, you, you hurt your... So you, are, you were right. hurt by the dealer. You're the drug user. Yeah. You, it's a, kind of an obvious thing. Right. Yeah, I don't know. She might have not gone to Cornell. <laughs> I are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims. And with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations. So it's no surprise that it's the best fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality. But with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form fitting and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows when it comes to the plant-based eating debate there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy 
Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. I've now learned that it was very naive of me to open up as much and as quickly as I did. I don't know if I agree with that. And to have expected so much from him. I don't know. She's like like beating herself up a little bit. Yeah, she is very much so and trying to do better. So the reason this long-ass story is relevant is that now, a year later, it's happening again. Since ending things with Philly Boy, again, the nickname thing, you women. What do you call women? Their exact name? Babes. <laughs> <laughs> no, you I, ever had like some of like a... I would never do that. Jenny Boston in your phone or something? I don't know if it... I think maybe it's hurting people. When I think I we Philly do it... Boy, you, Barnyard Boy... I don't know. Well, it it like cutes also, up a, uh, like a more serious thing. Well, I get why they're doing it here because they don't want to be like identifying the name of the person. Sure. In case, make it less identifiable to if anyone knew them. But I think also in general, it's the same thing as like not saving someone's number in your phone. You're like, you don't want to get too attached by giving them a real name. Well, to me, I guess I, I understand that, but I think it it's detrimental. Like even in her email where she's like, um, I now learned I was very naive to open up as much as right. I had. It's like, we don't give credibility. These are relationships. You know, mm-hmm. you know, she's like downing it because she's like, it only was over text and we only met yeah. once. But it's like, no, you had a connection. You met someone, you liked them. They liked you back. Yeah. And you, I think if we give these things the proper credibility, then you kind of, you don't feel crazy. Right. She's like accusing herself of being crazy for even getting so far along. But it's yeah. like, no, these things sometimes do work out. So I understand. I think she's, yeah. And and in trying to find meaning or a lesson from these things, I think she's finding the wrong lesson. Mm. To her, she's internalized. The lesson from this is that like, don't open up to people right. because, you know, they're just going to dump you. Right. Right. And I can see why you'd say that because you opened up to someone and they dumped you and she's blaming the opening up. And, for and the dump, for the thing. Right. And don't open up to anyone over text or don't open up right. to anyone over FaceTime and don't travel. No, these were all like, yeah. well, it's almost like a, it. it's almost in some ways, obviously it hurts more, but it's, it's also self-soothing to be like, okay, I did this wrong. That's why it didn't work. Next right. time I won't do this and then it will work. But it's, things That's are never that cut and dry or they're never that straightforward. No. But I can see what the urge is to do that and be like, okay, now I'll never do that again. Right. Yeah, you want concrete things. It makes it easier. Takeaways, yeah. Since ending things with Philly Boy, I've gone on a couple of hinge dates and casual hookups, but no one has really caught my attention. They've been fun, but I've honestly not felt the connection or cared about any of the guys I've seen. Good time to point out I'm hella picky. But you're you're not. She's Again, she's like, it's this extremes thing, you know? The... However, once again, completely unintentionally, I have been pinging this other coworker from New York. 
This pinging thing is such a consultant yeah, world. Yeah, it's very consultant yeah. However, once again, completely unintentionally, I've been pinging this other coworker from New York. This time he's not on my project, but given we are both in the same group, we've been working on side projects together and I'm seeing the signs. While our conversations are a little more sporadic, he pings me at 9 a.m. <laughs> I respond at 1 p.m. Once again, it started off with us nerding out about TV shows to then talking about our interests and childhoods and families and his tattoos. Ooh. <laughs> After the pinging dwindles on the weekend for the past three weeks, he has been the one to initiate the conversation again. I swear I purposely don't ping him first. He keeps checking off boxes and I'm starting to like him, though I'm actively holding back my emotions to prevent being let down like the last time. My questions for you two are, what the fuck am I doing to end up in this scenario twice where I start to like someone that is not in my city from work and that I've only met virtually versus giving any of the guys I meet going out or through the apps a chance? Do I go for it? Um, I know he is a different guy and might not end up doing what Philly guy did, but I do know long distance is a big ask. And I keep ending up in this position where I like someone enough to be willing to try it, but that person doesn't. He recently told me he might be traveling to Chicago for his clients, so there's a chance I might meet him soon. Jared, can't wait for you to rip me apart, LOL. Jordana, please talk some sense to <laughs> Well, now we Good know what cop, they, they cop, think of right. us for. Yeah. <laughs> Jared, uh, thank you again for all you do. Love a betch just a ping away. I'm happy she used ping in the sign off because she said it 7,000. Pingtastic. Times. Right. What yeah. I mean, I think we've already addressed the part that she's where she's unnecessarily beating herself up over mm -hmm. the last mm -hmm. guy. And I think she's, she's clearly trying to tell herself a story, right? And sometimes right. the story can help you. It, in your mind, it helps you you know, connect the dots, but I don't think she's, again, I don't think she's connecting them. Well, she's saying everyone I meet on the apps or in person sucks. Mm. And only these people that I'm, that I'm speaking to over text throughout the entire week when I'm bored at work are actually the ones with a connection. Mm -hmm. I don't believe that to be true. I think these people, you have a very low entry point with. Mm -hmm. And so if you're going on a date, it's much, there's much less uh mystery involved. And mystery is a little sexy. It's a little right. exciting. I'm speaking to this person. I'm excited to go to work to talk to them because my my job is kind of boring. So right. that adds an air of like fantasy and excitement. And mm -hmm. it also makes it like low lift. You're not necessarily, there's no, you guys aren't on a dating app. You're on a the, work server. You're, you're, you know, to bring up back to the nerd dog, Jim and Pam. <laughs> yeah. Will they, won't they? If they had met on a dating app, would they have been that into each other? It's Maybe. A little, and a dating app is a little boring. Yeah. You know, you know, you know, the biggest question is off the table. Are we attracted? Mm. You know, the. That's the mystery of dating. That's right. what makes it kind of exciting. That's why it's more exciting to meet someone in a bar because you're not sure when you first start speaking to them if they're interested in you. Or and you don't have single. like a resume that you're looking at going, ah, that you're going, oh, they like going, yeah. uh, you know, they, they like tennis. Okay, cool. The same person in a different context is a different, is a completely different situation. Totally agree. And, and I would say. Also, you're talking to each other differently. When yeah. you talk, you know, when you're talking to someone at work, we're we're exchanging our lives, our families. You know, when you go on a date, you're it's, like sizing people up. Almost. Yeah, it's it, and it's also like I'm sure on the dating app she's getting like over sexualized. You know, mm -hmm. guys wanting sex, which is a reality, and she's just getting you know interviewee questions where. 
doesn't feel as pers- natural. Yeah. Yeah. The person at work that you're on FaceTime with and pinging is just a natural thing. So right. I can understand. This is all to say that we don't blame you. Pe- meeting people at work, meeting people far away. I brought up when we read the title, <laughs> it's your confidence. That's a part of it too. That's why these guys are being flirty themselves too. Because what? You offer an out. Right. You know, like when people start dating long distance because built in excuse. Easier right. to break up with the oh, it's distance. And oh. I think you saw that with the other with the other right. guy that you're speaking to too. And again, I don't think she did anything wrong with the other guy. I don't think so either. either. It seems like they had a nice flirty conversation. They met in person. The vibe was different for him than it was for her. And he didn't again, this is his ju- he, like you, works with you every day for six months and he was like if i don't if i'm not gonna be with you forever right i'd rather not spend the next six months dating you faking it faking it and and get myself in trouble here right you know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans the one you can fancy up fancy down and just look better every time you wear them well that's why you need to check out lee denim I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable. And yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing, up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love. For sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. 
Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. So what should she do with this guy? With this guy, here's the thing. I mean, she, again, I do agree. She does have a sort of tendency to be dating people through this long distance thing on this thing. I don't think it's serving her particularly well. Right. It's because, it, and again, that should even remind you that it's not either of these guys that are so amazing. Mm-hmm. It's just the way that you're meeting them is something that you feel more comfortable with and that right. allows you to open up more or to have a, a better conversation maybe than the way that the apps have been working for you. Mm-hmm. But it's not about don't, I wouldn't, what she's doing is she's saying these guys are different and these guys aren't different. They're not different from the guy you're meeting on an app. Right. It's uh, the weather's different. Right. Yeah. But I think if you're interested, ask to meet up. Well, I, I would also say when he says I'm coming to Chicago and he's being flirty on the way into Chicago, anyone can be a boyfriend for a weekend as she's found out. Yeah. So, Oh my God, the weekend was amazing. Of course it was. Right. It was a beginning, a middle, and end. You yeah, know, you're it's like leaving. Vacation. There's like a vacation sex. Right. Thing, yeah. So, and that's the problem with these guys that you work with that you have these like great, per- you know, it's not a guy coming into town and swiping on Tinder and being like, well, I'm here from out of town for a couple of days. Right. You know, these are more trustworthy guys because you deal with them every day. So it's like they're almost worse, you know? Like, well, it's worse for getting overly emotionally invested. Right. So, if I'm this world, I'm with you. Go for if he comes to Chicago, go get drinks. Get yeah. to know him. Fine. I wouldn't fuck him. <laughs> you know, I, I would say, um, uh, to me, like abstinence is the answer. In well, this you won't scenario. be as attached, probably. Yeah. Well, and also, like, I, again, if you can fuck without that being a part of your decision making process of 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 whether this should be more serious, then okay. But most people can't. Right. And this guy might be like, you know, use the familiarity to kind of hook up and not really be interested in anything more. Right. Right. So I, I think if she when goes out, doubt, don't fuck. There you go. Yeah. Hand That's jobs. That's the slogan. You know, yes. like, I, I don't know. It's just, uh, I turn into like a youth pastor. No, I think there's, I think there's, there's, that's good advice because when you have sex, it makes everything a little bit more complicated right. you can, you have to be able to un untangle what's you know what's did they like me what's did was it the sex what's but and it also makes you and where used to make me i'm speaking from a personal experience more attached to someone more mm-hmm. invested in the relationship but if you're going oh let me get to know you and then you can actually see without the sex if you actually like them in person you'll have a, a much less a much more rational view about the whole right. thing too and if you're dealing with you know a lot of guys you know have sex and worry about what's next later you know, oh shit! You do live in Chicago. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, we we have sex and then we worry about what's next immediate. Like, you know what I mean? It's an immediate. You, you've thing. also or before it, or you're already invested in it before. You've thought, well, he's in New York and I'm in Chicago. There's flights every day, and we talk every day. We can make this work. Eventually, okay. one of us will move, right? Yeah, and then we'll move to the suburbs. We'll go, you know, we'll go live out in you know Skokie, and we'll yeah. be okay. And it's like he's just thinking, cute girl, fun to talk to. I'm going to be in Chicago. Right. Let's fucking have fun. And that's where it comes to the, we're having fun. Right. Where you get annoyed. All these guys, oh, we hate fun. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't want to have fun. Right. I want to move on with life. Yes. And I want to get married, have well, children. I think that's a big, <laughs> right. Well, that's a big part of this is admitting you want to move on with life. Yeah. And I know that I don't want to get married. I'm not saying I want to get married. I don't want to. No, you want to grow. Yeah. And I'm saying that this guy might not. The Philly guy didn't want to grow. You know, yeah. growing is, okay, let's figure out a plan for me to come to Chicago and then you come to Philly. You know, that's growing. Yeah. And if I were you, I would say, I would look at these situations, again, especially if they don't work out, and say, wouldn't I like someone more available on a basis? And again, if I'm... If if after hearing our what we say about this email, you realize again, it's not that these guys are so mm -hmm. special. There are many nice guys in your town mm -hmm. that you could have a connection with. It's more like folk using your energy to less flirt with these guys online all day in a situation you don't really know is going anywhere. It's not bad for you per se, but mm -hmm. it can be distracting from you finding or investing in someone else if the story you're telling yourself is that these guys are way better. Right, and and it's also it's normal. Mm -hmm. Like it is to fall for someone at work. Like there's a reason like it's a work wife, work husband. Like yeah. you're just in that. You're just you're comfortable. You're in a, and you're in an uh, environment mm -hmm. and put two people in an environment. Things will happen. We're long we, enough. Yeah, we're long enough. So don't be so hard on yourself. Like, of course, you're going to be attracted to the work person. Right. Of course, because you're talking, you're in the same building, you're on the same Zooms. It can happen. But I think the other thing is she needs to be, I think the one thing with work people that a, a lot of the questions from the women that we encounter, they are, it could happen. They are in romance land. Yes. And men are much more than like, I'm going to ruin my entire career. Right. Yeah. So just know that whenever a work but thing comes up. you're more down than he is. Right. Yeah. And so- I'm just saying like, but in with, some ways that's helpful for like with the first guy, he could have just been like sleeping with her for the next however many years. months. Just not like he met up once and he was like, Oh fuck. Now I know like this is going to be weird. Right. right. I don't have the, and I, I bring up confidence a lot. Cause I was thinking a lot when I was on my trip, like, why didn't I move forward? And I might've mentioned this, but it's like, mm -hmm. why did I move forward with someone? And you go, well, I didn't have the confidence to believe in myself being ready for the next phase of life. And if you think of that, and for these guys that, that you meet at work that flirt with you and then go, well, and then back away, mm -hmm. they're not confident enough that you too can work through whatever work shit you got to work through. Right. To be together forever or not a disaster career-wise. Yeah, the stakes are a lot higher. Right. You have to remember that. Well, we did it again. We solved dating. People, if you're out there, share. Let people know. If you're listening right now, this comes out on... Sunday of Labor Day weekend. I'm going to be in Chicago coming up, doing a Get theater. Your Get your tickets. JaredFree.com. Otherwise, show. we love Chicago. Otherwise, that's it. All right. Speak to you Wednesday. Bye. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. 
Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton, only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.